What's up, guys? This is Sports Sims. This, my name's Trun. And my name's Pranav. Uh, this is our NBA mock draft. So this is our final one, mock draft 2.0, before the draft, which is this Thursday. Today's 26th. Today's the 26th. We're going to get this on the 27th. Worked out kind of good for us because the Grizzlies trade happened this morning. So yeah. let's just get into it. Number one, Pistons. Uh, I'll, I'm, t- I'm taking odds. He's taking evens. Let's yeah. get right into it. For the first pick I have um, for this draft, Detroit Pistons taking Kate Cunningham. Yeah. Again, I kind of want to go over the fit. I don't think the fit's the best, um, but he is the best available player on this board. I actually like Green a lot here. I'm not here, but it's the fit on that team. Well, I, I mean, the Pistons are looking to trade down. They're not even completely confident. Kate no, no, no. If they're keeping the one, they're keeping. I think they're yeah, if Kate. they keep one, they t- they have to take it. Like it's not that like I think Kate is like this superstar player. It's just he's the best player on the board. He's the best player. I think he's an amazing player. Uh, so yeah, we're going Kate number one. Now, Kate is a player that I honestly think is overrated. He's been getting so much hype. He's been like, it, like it, this is honestly like a word that's used way to like generational talent. He's not a generational talent. He's, I don't think I don't think he's a generational. He's talent, the best I think, player in the class. He's a clear cut number one player in this class. Yeah, he's he's the best player in this class, but he's not a generational talent. Yeah. I, if someone's giving you that generational talent, nod, I guess it's a different story. But I genuinely don't think anyone is. The, that's what it, like they're saying like oh six foot eight point guard he he has a jump shot he can post people up in the paint he can rebound pass right. defend like okay but he's not gonna win you games he's not he's not like I, I think he will he's he just doesn't seem like a player that's I don't I don't know how to explain it he just like there's a lot of players that can do all of those things but can do it at a better level I think he has the potential to be one of the Especially the best as, at that level. for the p- fit on the Pistons, I I just don't like the fit. I don't think the fit's greatest. I'll give you that, but I really think he, like that. There's a reason why he's going number one, no matter what. Even the fit's bad. Yeah, like if if this is the Rockets, Kate Cunningham is a perfect player for you because mm-hmm. you're starting with nothing. You're starting. I mean, you're starting with a few people like Wood, Jay Sean Tate, Kevin Porter. And in that case, Kate Cunningham is perfect. I think Jay Sean Tate isn't that great of a player, to be honest. Yeah, but he's a young player that ha- like he was good last year. Yeah. So, uh, Kate Cunningham for the Rockets is perfect. And there are rumors. The Rockets are trying to trade up. The Thunder, they tried to trade up. They got... Uh, the Pistons rejected their offer. Mm-hmm. But the, even the Pistons, they're not completely confident in Kate Cunningham either. And I kind of want to talk about that, the Thunder thing. I genuinely think that... Uh, I, I don't like the fit. Uh, the fit's great, I think, for the Thunder. But like, here's the reason they accumulated so many um, draft picks. It's a trade-off. The trade up, yeah. I did. I don't think they actually really value those picks so much. I think it's like they know that those picks will amount to some type of value to trade up for some player or even trade for a star in the future. I don't. I don't think it's star, but I think they're gonna trade up so much in these drafts these next two three years. Yeah, they're gonna have like, I would not be surprised if they had five top five picks on their team by the end of like the twenty twenty four season or twenty twenty five season. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna have so many like young superstars. It's it's crazy. I kind of want to go into the best player compares comparison for him, and this is gonna you're gonna give me shit for this, but we're talking about ceiling, yeah, absolute ceiling, best possible way, this guy okay. lands. You say like you say like LeBron or some shit like it's gonna that. Maybe Luca. I think Luca. Yeah, okay, a- I, I have Luca too. Okay. Yeah, I have Luca. I, I was, gonna, I I was so ready for that amount of like shit I was gonna take for that, but it just makes sense. Like the tall point guard, he's faster than Luca. He's more athletic. I think he's a better defender than it, Luca. It's not even like I think he's gonna be Luca. He just plays like Luca, which is why, which yeah. is why he has so much draft value. Yeah, 
right? That's why I genuinely think he's going to be a great... I, I'm so excited for the Pistons' future. Okay, and we talked about, like, Detroit, like, being a bad sports city. Pistons are actually a, a reputable franchise. They won a ring in 04, and they were the bad boy Pistons back then. They have a good franchise history. I honestly think they have a really good... Like, a top 10 in the league franchise history. Yeah, but they've also had horrible fuck... Like, they've had some, like, good years. Like, you know, bad boy Pistons. Like, that was good, but they got shit on by Michael Jordan every year. Yeah, yeah. I'm not supposed to say that because we're Bulls fans or whatever. But But then they had, like, you know, the 2004 season. Like, that was a good year. And then after, like, 2010, they've had, like... They've had shitty seasons lately. Not even, like, shit, like, awful, like, horrible seasons. But so have the Suns, and look at them now. I mean, I genuinely think they... I don't have anything against... I think Troy Weaver... But, like, the Suns had Devin Booker. Who, like, who who does Detroit have? That's... I... Kate Cunningham, I think he'll be, like, really, really good. I really think he has so much potential. I think Killian Hayes, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, I really like Killian Hayes, but I don't like the Killian Hayes-Kate Cunningham combo. Sadiq Bey, I think he's honestly... I like Sadiq Bey, too. Right? But no, I just don't like Kate Cunningham. I think like Kate Cunningham's playing the two in this situation. It'll be like a switch off sort of like they will both take the ball, I think, a decent amount of times every game. So, honestly, I feel like Detroit honestly has something like really good going on. And I feel like Kate Cunningham just messes up that like nucleus like, connection, that like flow. Like if they had Jalen Green, that would be that would be nasty. That's what I said. Remember like remember like two months ago before the before like the draft picked Lennon? That like, would be nasty. Jalen Green was so good for this team, but because Killian A's like you hit Jalen Green on the right. side, he can slash hit threes. You got Sadiq Bay who can also defend hit threes. Like this team had that would have been such a good connection. I feel like Kate Cunningham just like he doesn't fit there. Right. They have to change it for him. Yeah. Right. And like you have to because he's the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. But I I honestly think it's better for Detroit to stick with their current core or yeah. try and I mean, they're trying to trade down, but we'll, we'll see. Jalen Green. We'll yeah. see. Um, <coughs> okay, number two. Number I, two. Jaylen, so this is my pick. I have them take, taking Jalen Green. And so here's my thing. So there's been reports where Kevin Porter Jr. actually does want to play point guard for that team. And he, he averaged six assists per game last year. Yeah. But that's pretty good. Yeah, I, no, I, he is a great player. He I, could be point guard, shooting guard, maybe not small forward, but he can really, really solidify both those positions. So I genuinely think that in a situation where, yeah, you take, I, I think Jalen Green is the best player available, but I think uh, Evan Mobley is the best fit. You take Green. Yeah. I, yeah I, and Evan I, Mobley's best fit. That's clear. Yeah. But I think Jalen Green is just like... And you, you'll you make it work. I genuinely think that you put K, KPJ... So no, I love KPJ. KPJ is going to be so good. You love him. I The, the thing about Jalen Green is that he really does have, he has no playmaking ability whatsoever. Yeah. He's actually a problem. He's honestly like a turnover type of guy. But, you know, he obviously has a, he's a three-level scorer on offense. You know, great in that aspect. But uh, I think KPJ, you put him at the point. You work it out. If not, I think you KPJ is a good trade asset. Don't, don't trade him. You keep him. You keep it. But, like, if it really doesn't work out, then you consider something like that. But for now... I mean, honestly, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. I think it will. You know what I mean? I, how would it not work out? Because like, KPJ is like... What his like emotional outburst in Cleveland? I think that's absolutely. I don't give a shit about that. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, he's changed since then. Mm-hmm. He's learned from that. He's a For different sure. person now. Yeah, I'm not worried about that one bit. Yeah, and he is incredibly talented. Like he extremely. Like if he was going in drafts like now, he would easily be top three in my opinion. Yeah, and honestly, and and, and another thing. I really think that they should keep John Wall on the roster for at least another year. I know his contract's horrible, but they're not trying to win now, so they're... Ro- John Wall would be a perfect mentor for KPJ. That's what I'm saying. Like, a g- good mentor for KPJ. You know, get... get Like, let let John Wall like, start still, maybe. You He's know, been one of the best passers in the I, NBA the last day. I really... Like, he's just good veteran presence. Yeah. A great veteran presence. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We're taking Jalen Green at number two. Number three, Cavs. So, this is my pick. I think this is an interesting pick. I think you take uh, 
This is hard. I but you go Evan Mobley here. I yeah. think it's no question for me. I think you put him at the four in the situation and you resign um Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Uh I know Is he a free agent? He's a he's a restricted free agent. So they have the oh, rights on him. Don't resign him. Then you're good. You got Evan Mobley. Don't resign him. What? You don't need to resign him then. Why wouldn't you want to resign? I mean, he's a good player, but like you got Evan Mobley now. I like, think he, I think Evan Mobley can play the four. But his natural fit is a center. I genuinely think he can play the four. I mean, what massive big block? And then and then in this, you resign. I think you resigned. Uh, you resigned. Uh, Jared Allen and you resign Evan Mobley. You deal with the problems later. If it doesn't fit, you then you trade Jared Allen. Then you get assets for him. I guess, but then do you want to waste like years of Evan Mobley's development? What do you mean waste? He's not. He's not going to develop any worse. In fact, he might de- develop more of a skill set playing the four. He might develop a better shot. He might have to focus more on stretching the form in that situation. So I think it works yeah. out pretty well. Oh, we didn't go over comparison with Jalen Green. Well, my Jalen Green compares it to Zach Levine. Yeah, Zach Levine. Zach, I think it's really perfect. He's so yeah. athletic, and it just fits so well. Yeah, exactly. I think maybe I'm, we, we're, we're, I'm a Bulls fan, so I, I watch Zach Levine a lot, but like maybe not the style of dunk and style of athleticism, but they're both very athletic points. Yeah, I mean, he's not, he's not like hitting like, you know, through the leg windmills and shit like that, like Zach Levine. Right. But he can poster someone mm-hmm. he can like get big like he can you know make like athletic layups and stuff so in that way he's Zach Levine and he can hit threes yeah so I'm not I'm not too worried yeah. about him I, th- I think he'd be an absolutely great player uh going into the next pick um I mean, Evan Mobley comparison like mine is Kevin Garnett like I feel like maybe not the mindset but the play style it, it's there Kevin Garnett Kevin Garnett I see I think I think, for me, Evan Mobley is kind of interesting, in the aspect that um, here, like, like this is my logic. I think I, I see a lot of uh, Anthony Davis in him, and the reason I say that is because they both didn't okay. have a shot coming into the league. See, Kevin Garnett had actually had a good shot, not coming into the league. Coming into, he did not have a shot coming into the league. Um, but I, I see Anthony Davis too. I see Anthony Davis a lot for the situation. Like again, like. Both coming to like high level prospects in the Both same thing. Tons of blocks in college. Anthony Davis averaged like four or five blocks in college. Right. Uh so that's why like you know, I I kinda like I like him. Um uh, for that for that fit. So I, this is my logic. Like I Anthony Davis, like he he can be your number one, in my opinion. He can be a number one player on your team. And I don't know if Evan Mobley can be a number one. Because I don't think Kevin Garnett could be a number one. Because he, he did have to leave to, like, win a ring. And Evan Mobley, like, super great shot blocker. That's Kevin Garnett. Anthony Davis can't be number one on championship team. Maybe not right now, but he's, like, 26, 25. He's older than that. He's, he's, he's really 27, low. 28. By the time he's 30, like, I could definitely see him being the number one option on a team. And I disagree. I genuinely disagree. Uh, I don't think... I think he's already kind of reached that peak in his career. But let's... So then, yeah, that's... Anthony Davis is my comparison for Evan Mobley. You have four... I think yeah. this is a really easy pick for you. So I, it sucks. It sucks. It, I think it's such an easy pick. I re- sucks is gonna be so good. I I think it's a little overrated in my opinion, for, especially the Gonzaga run. I think Jalen Green had a better season than, but then Suggs was valued more in that time. But whatever. I think Suggs is a great player. I don't really have a true player comparison for him. I know he's a good playmaker. What do you have? Well, mine is Jason Kidd. Now, I was honestly thinking Jalen uh, Jason Kidd. I. But it's Jason Kidd with, like, more scoring ability and slightly less passing ability. So that it doesn't sound like a perfect comparison, but it's, like, Jason Kidd had unbelievable, like, passing vision. 
And he could also make those passes. Jalen Suggs has that same passing vision. Not the same, because Jason is all-time great. Right. But he has elite passing vision and can make those passes, too. He's hitting, like, like he's hitting like LaMelo-type passes, like yeah, those full-court. I, I, I agree with Jason Kidd. I think Jason Kidd's a good comparison. But I, he needs a little bit more scoring than Jason Kidd, in my opinion. Because Jason, yeah, Jason, Jason Kidd's like a 15-point-per-game. I he, think he wasn't a great scorer. Suggs is like a 20-point-per-game scorer. But like when I, when I think of Jalen Suggs, I think, honestly, like he is that franchise point guard for the next 10 years in Toronto. Easily. Like he's he, gonna be so good. He's gonna be. Such I, a f- I don't know how great he will be, but I think he'll be a very, very solid player. Board, I think minimum borderline All Star type player. He's gonna be one of the most like loved players in the NBA. You think so? Yeah. Th- like Toronto is gonna be so hyped when Jalen like, Jalen Suggs like starts taking off. Right. He's gonna be such like a fun player to watch. He gives me, and he really does give me like a like a Toronto vibe to him. Toronto vibe. Like he seems like such a fun player. Mm-hmm. Like Kate Cunningham. Like he doesn't give all those like you know like exciting player vibes. He just seems like a good player. Yeah, Suggs feels like a fun player, like exciting player to watch. You see, he's like a fun personality. Too. Like he just seems like a f- overall. And he's a big time player. player. He's a big time player. He's a big time player, like Stacey King. Big time players make big time plays. Yeah. So it, it was. It's good. Number five. This is the pick I wanted this whole time. Um, and you know what? I called him the last mock draft, and I'm calling it again. It's Scotty Barnes. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people start putting Scotty Barnes up at five. Now I, I would. Hate this pick if I was a Magic. If I was a Magic fan, and the reason for that is you are already not a good scoring team. That's fine. I know. Yeah. On on top of that, you add one of the worst scorers in this class. I wouldn't say one of the worst. I think he, no. He's a but he averages under ten points a game. I as the number one option for Florida State. Here here's my thing about Scotty Barnes. He does everything else. Yeah, he does. He's like Draymond Green. But, but the, that's my comparison too. Is yeah, in mine too. Um, but the thing is, like, for Draymond Green, you need those other scores to help him be so good. Here's here's another thing. I think Jonathan Kaminga would be honestly like horrible going to the Magic. Uh, so and uh, there's two things I want to talk about Scotty Barnes. I really like. Uh, I want to talk about this pick. Let's. I want to first talk about Scotty Barnes himself and the fit on the Magic. So he is the most versatile player in this draft. I love him. I, he's my second favorite player. Argue, argue, like he's one and two. Suggs or him, right? Yes. I think he is my favorite player in this draft. Maybe because uh, um, you know, Patrick Williams and the Bulls. I just like those Florida State stretch stretch forwards, but whatever. He's not really stretch forward because he can't shoot, but he's a four. He's a four. Right, he's a four. Uh, like when I think of you know Scotty Barnes, I think he can fit anywhere. He can play the point guard, small forward, power forward, maybe even stretch five. And you know, in those he could be point guard, shooting guard, or not shooting guard, small not forward, shooting guard. power forward, center. Right, he can play four positions, four to five positions, four. Right, so. And then, so he can fit anywhere you want. Honestly, I don't have much faith in Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, and Markel Fultz. Before Markel Fultz towards ACL, I was high on him. I thought he seemed so good. Right, but, okay, right now. Now, I don't know. You know, unfortunate cases, whatever. Right now, I'm not too high on him. Like, I don't have much faith in any of those three points. They could be good, right? Yeah. But I genuinely believe with, I, if Scotty Barnes, and he has that, you know, like, motivation in him. To take the next step forward to t- play that point guard spot in Orlando, be absolutely he, lethal. No, he can. I gen- he has the athleticism for it. You know, he's not slow in any means. I really, really think he he's a good playmaker. He's a really good playmaker in Florida State. And I wouldn't say play the point guard immediate position immediately. Be the main point guard the whole year. You know what I mean? But like, I think you can ease into that thing. And I really like that fit because if he doesn't play that, then he has to play the four. And if if he's playing the four, he's taking away minutes from uh Jonathan John Isaac. And John uh, Isaac, he'll probably play the three. Yeah, he, they'll work something out. But I genuinely think that you put him at that one or 
one spot. I, I love that fit right there. I don't like it. And then let's go into Kuminga. Let's finish uh, Barnes first. No, I want to talk about Kuminga's fit on the Magic, though. Oh, no. Let's finish yeah. Barnes. Let's finish Barnes. So, like, the reason I don't like Barnes is because their team does not have scoring at all. John Isaac, he's not a scorer. Wendell is not a scorer. Cole Anthony, maybe. But right now, he's not a scorer. Mm-hmm. And their shooting guard is like a hole. They traded away Evan Fournier, who was a scorer, but not like he's not on the team anymore. On top of that, you're adding a under 10-point-per-game scorer in college. He does everything else. Like, I really like him. He's like a Draymond Green. I really like Draymond Green. But you, for the Magic, you need a score. You need a number one option. And right now, they don't have that. You have defense. You have Wendell, who's a good defender. You have John Isaac, who's an amazing defender. So you don't need that stretch or that wing defender anymore. Here's my thing. I think it's harder to find defense and playmaking than it is to find scoring. You agree, right? Much harder. Yeah, but they don't have any scoring. No, you agree. It's much harder to find. But they already have defense. They have the number eight pick. I think... With, yeah, yeah. You know, with that number eight pick, I have a player you take yeah. You take a high-level spot-up shooter or you take a high-level... The best scorer you've, yeah. that is on the board. And I think that works out pretty well. Because I think Kuminga, he has scoring potential. I don't think it's going to translate to the NBA. I genuinely don't believe so. I, I think his shot selection yeah. is absolutely horrible. You know, he just takes stupid shots. You sometimes see these flashes, right? But going to a place like Orlando, I doubt that those flashes develop. Like, honestly, Orlando, they should be... I, I don't think this number five pick is right for them. They should be trying to trade up. They should be trying to get Jalen Suggs. And that's the perfect fit, in my opinion. Because sure. Jalen Suggs is going to be a beast. He's going to be a scorer. I, I think Scotty Barnes is the perfect fit because... He, he's not the perfect fit for Orlando. Not, not super, super perfect fit, but like... The, I no, mean, for I the guess Thunder? Have, for the Thunder, yes. So perfect. But because Shea, like, he's a good passer, but he's not Scotty Barnes level. Scotty Barnes would be perfect for them because they need defense. Shea is a scorer. They've all, like, that would be perfect. Yeah. Um, player comp, we already said Draymond Green. Yeah, Draymond Green. So this number six pick, I'm taking Kuminga, but that's, like, you have to take Kuminga. Make it, just let it be known that they're also very, very high on Book Knight, and they see Kuminga and Book Knight on the same level. So don't be. Complete, I, I don't think it's a good pick, but don't be completely surprised surprised if Kaminga goes um Book Knight goes at six. But going to let's go against Kaminga. I, I don't like Kaminga. I I, I think but if there's a place where he will um thrive, I think it's uh the Thunder. I don't know. Thunder has amazing player development. Amazing player development. And I genuinely believe that if he's that, that is his best shot of um thriving in the in the NBA. They've developed players like Moses Brown, Lou Dort, you know what I mean? Like Pokusevsky like, was honestly like a like he looked like an absolute bum, but now look at him. He's honestly like playing like a good player. But that's also because they had opportunity. They don't have any big name players. Right, they have shots. opportunity. In yeah, Kuminga has opportunity. No, but I don't think that's gonna. I don't think whatever stats, even if they're like really good stats, I don't think that's necessarily because of him. I think that's just the opportunity he gets. Who Kuminga? If he does well in OKC. No, no, I think he will. Like no, I mean you'll see that in the efficiency. If he's just getting a lot of points up, then his efficiency is bad. But I think he will seriously develop his game, find yeah. what's good him in the next level, and really like take that next step forward in OKC. If he's in OKC, that's his best shot of thriving in OKC, like, which is in OKC. I, I'm not a fan of Kaminga, but I, I yeah, I'm not. You I, you can't like let him fall. Out he's a risky prospect, but I think that the the Warriors, sorry, Thunder, Thunder. are very high in taking those risky prospects. They have faith in their player development. They yeah. really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to make the pick there. Like yeah. I don't think you can pass on him. Hmm. I I don't have a great comparison for him because he is a six foot eight. Uh, I think what I would give would be Pascal Siakam. No, not really. I think Siakam's because he was a good scorer 
on the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, but he is a good scorer. Kuminga is like it, I think it's a different player than the Raptors. I think it's OG Ananobi. But OG Ananobi, I totally a better score, totally better disagree. score than OG Ananobi. Like ten, m- way better score already. I think OG Ananobi is honestly a horrible score. He's just a good defender. He averaged like fifteen this year. He averaged ten. No, but okay, whatever the case may be, I think that's like that's his like ceiling number. That's so, who, that's with getting a lot of so, opportunity in the Toronto. So team. it wasn't just OG Ananobi; it was Jalen Brown and OG Ananobi together. Jalen Brown, I can kind of see, simply because of the scoring. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. They don't have. Is he that good? On, I don't think. Can we get he, no, he's a, he's a good defender. He's really high potential defensively. I think he's high potential, but I don't think he's that great. Right yeah, now. but OG Ananobi, like he came out as like a high potential defender, and then he got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So coming uh, goes six. I I really do like that fit. Number seven. So this pick, I think, needs to be traded. One hundred percent has to be. If the Warriors keep this pick, and if they take the player that everyone is mocking them to take, they're complete dumbasses. I I actually like for once I agree with this kid, but because it, it, it's a horrible pick. No, last time you you I, want, you thought it was a good pick. No, I, it, no, I still think it's a good pick. I, I think it's the pick you take there. It makes the most sense for them in their situation. But it's just that you can get so much better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, the pick here would be Davion Mitchell for me. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's just the best pick right now. Okay, so I I'm not even like gonna talk about Davion Mitchell's fit on the Warriors because I'm assuming that this pick is traded. Mm-hmm. So there are a few teams that I had. So one was the Pelicans, but that was before this morning. They made the move. They traded or they traded down, and but I thought him on the Pelicans. So they're losing Lonzo Ball. You bring in like a big or not big, but a really. Good Are defender. they losing Lonzo Ball now though? They have more cap space, which kind of scares me. I think they. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? He's more restricted dev- too. Right. So. Yeah, they could bring him back. I think, good. There's, I think there's a higher, much higher chance yeah. this year that they bring him back, which kind of sucks. So, but this is before the trade happened. I was assuming Lonzo Ball is gone. You get Davion Mitchell, fills in that role. Good defender, good shooter. Can slightly pass, like he can pass a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then the other team is the Knicks. Yeah, and the Knicks, I I like that. You know what I mean? So, right now Derrick Rose is a free agent, so they don't really have a point guard. Mm-hmm. And I really like Davion Mitchell's fit on the Knicks. They're already like a defensive-minded team. Davion Mitchell is a defender. Yeah, you also get shooting. Like he's a, he's a perfect fit for, and he can play a lot of minutes. And that's like what the Knicks. You know that's what Tom Thibodeau is, right? Which yeah. I I honestly hate, but it's it's, it's, it's just it. it's yeah, a tricky it's, offense. That's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the Knicks, but I and the Knicks they have they have trade capital. Yeah, they do. So, so they could make it. They, and they they've been reported they wanted to trade up. Oh, oh I didn't even know that. You didn't that know? Was, no, I, that they, was they, just, they were they have nice. They wanted to trade up. Yeah, I'm not just, I just thought it was a good fit. Uh, yeah, so I guess yeah, but you take Mitchell here, but you know, it's not a good fit. I like I like that for the Knicks that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's uh, here's my pick at number eight. Wait, so who's your comp? Player comp for Davion Mitchell. Yeah. Defensive minor point guard Drew Holiday. I like that. I like Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's like yeah, I like that. The first like I mean obviously he's not that scorer yet, but really just not it. Drew Holiday. We look I or I at least I did I underrated him as a passer. He's a really good he's passer. A good passer. Yeah. He's a good I, passer. I underrated him as like a passer. Mm-hmm. Uh. At number eight, this is your pick. I think I'd be honestly torn between a few players here. I, I I'm not torn. I, it's Moses Moody. If they're taking Scotty Barnes at five, it's Moses Moody here. Moses Moody? Yeah. And the reason for that is Moses Moody is really good scorer, spot up shooter. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Orlando does not have one shooter on that team. I don't consider Cole Anthony a shooter. Moses Moody, like you slide him in that shooting guard spot. He's gonna hit some threes. He's gonna be a slasher because he can drive a little bit. He's a good defender too. Yeah. 
He's a 3 and D player. And if they're taking Barnes, I feel like that's what you need to do. Because mm-hmm. you don't have any other scoring. I think Moses Mooney's he isn't as efficient. Honestly, he thought, shot 30% from three. Yeah. So he's not that great. Honestly, I think I would... That was also high vo- like really high volume. Yeah, I would have went Book Knight here. I think he's honestly a better scorer. I just want that scoring potential at that pick, no matter what it is. So I would take Book Knight, but I'm fine with Moody. Number nine, this is kind of a high pick, a hard pick for me. Uh, like, I guess you... For the, This is for the Kings, by the way. Yeah. So right now, I mean, you have Fox... Howard. You can't guard. You can't draft guard. No guard. No guard at all. No guard at all. Everything else is a hole, in my opinion. Even Rashawn Holmes, like he's great and all. Yeah, he, I, I, I'm not considering Rashawn Holmes right now. I think the other two positions are dire needs. Dire needs. Yeah, I would go the yeah. I think this is kind of where you. I'm between Wagner and Jalen Johnson here. Yeah, that that's what I'd be too. But I, I took Wagner. I don't know. I don't. And that's just because he's a more solidified option. Like he's has a better chance of succeeding than Jalen Johnson, but Jalen Johnson has more potential. It's just what w- whatever you value more in that case. You know what? I would go Wagner here, and simply because they've already experienced the whole mishap with, with Bagley. Bagley, yeah, another Duke bust, right? Yeah, I wouldn't say bust. But I mean, it's simply he's a bust for right yeah, now. Yeah, for, for right now he's a bust. Yeah. Uh, number ten, Pelicans this is your pick. Grizzlies now. Uh, Grizzlies, yeah, Grizzlies. Oh, this is they've yeah, so already. I, been... I'm taking Josh Giddy. I, think... I actually like that fit. I like Josh Giddy. Yeah, I think that would be a good fit. It just it feels he's a good playmaker. You know yeah. what I mean? I re- I just like him as a player. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's a good vibe. Number eleven, we have Charlotte Hornets. They have their one guard taken up. Uh, so yeah, this is I. They're in dire need of a big. Honestly, in a bit. So yeah, so that yeah. I think this is kind of like a reach pick here, and I hear a lot of Kai Jones. Kai Jones. Yeah, so they really need a big. Mm-hmm. But I, Kai Jones is not, in my opinion, he's a power forward and PJ Washington. Like, so they need a big, but they need a center. They don't need power forward because PJ Washington is good. PJ Washington, good I think Kai Jones can play the big in the in the in the in the, in the NBA. Yeah, he might be able to play center, but I think he's six ten. I would have drafted Keon Johnson or Book Knight, and I would have won Keon Johnson, and that's more potential than anything else. That's okay. more defensive potential. He's a, he can be a shooter, too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just a good fit next to LaMelo. Then you have Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham on your bench. Yeah. I'm not mad at that at all. And then Gordon Hayward, small forward. P.J. Washington's power forward. And then you fi- you find an option at center for now. I think Trez would be a good fit in the offseason. That would be perfect. But I'm going to go Kai Jones here. Okay, yeah. I like that pick. Yeah, that's my pick here. Okay. Okay, number 12 with the Spurs. Spurs, I just... I, I really think they're so... Like, they have such good opportunity here. Like to like to develop a player, they have really good player development over there in San Antonio. Yeah. So before I was taking Franz Wagner here, mm-hmm. and he would be the Demar Derozan replacement. Now I don't think they go Keon Johnson or Jalen Johnson, just because yeah, just because they're like more development players, mm-hmm. and I don't know if the Spurs want to take that risk right now. It's not even that. I just don't think that I'm not too high on those. So I'm taking Booknight. I think Booknight's a great fit here. Like, like, and I now I want to explain this. Yeah. So. Um, Dejounte Murray, he's a great defender and honestly a decent passer. He's not a great scorer. Yeah, and Buknet's a great scorer. Yeah, you know it just makes sense for me. It's a fit. I like that fit. I really like that fit. And uh, for for the for the Pacers, so they tried to trade for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Um, didn't work out. So I think Malcolm Brogdon could honestly be on the move. So can so can Miles Turner. There's a lot of I think the only players that are for sure on this team are Demontis Sabonis and Karis Levert. 
And I honestly, I'm fine with that. I really like Lavert. I like Lavert, and I I like Sabonis too. Yeah. So you know, if those are your two building blocks right now, fine. You know what I mean? That's good. Yeah. But then, so that that kind of puts me in this position where like, who the hell do you take here? Yeah. I think Kispert's the player that you take. I don't know. I wouldn't take here because it just like I think he has like he has a very low ceiling. Yeah, he does. Um, he's a three and D player, and for the Pacers, they need more than that. Yeah, I think th- in this situation, I think you take best player available, and for me, in my eyes, well, okay, that's that's kind of confusing. This this could be a draft day trade. This, this could be a draft day trade. trade. I think right now you take Jalen Johnson, and let me explain this pick. So I guess small forward is like I can. Do they also have T.J. Warren though? Yeah, they do. So but TJ Warren is not in the long term plans. I, I think would he, not. I think he honestly he's not he's he's not even old. He's yeah, like but 25. he's. I don't think they're trying to like. No, he's not twenty five. He's played played on the Suns for like five years. I TJ Warren's not that old though. But uh, TJ Warren is twenty seven. Yeah, I think he has some years ahead of him. But uh, I think you hard. have more potential there because I, I, I you can't take Keon Johnson here. I mean, at least right now. Because from what it looked like, Malcolm Brogdon and Carlos Alberto are the same. You, um, you trade Brogdon away, Keon Johnson's your guy. Right? I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, he's I mean, not on, it's not only that. It's more like Keon Johnson can't be the point guard. Unless you're playing Carlos Alberto point guard. What, you can't. Yeah, I mean, you it's, might be able to, but right now yeah. you can't. And I don't like seeing Keon Johnson fall this much. Honestly, I think he's like one of the best. He's like in true I, value. No, is, I, I, I think, think so. he's. I think he's overrated too. He's like another like athlete with no, not no skill, but. Uh, super raw athlete. Right. Okay. So I think here you go, Jalen Johnson. You take that risk. Uh, maybe let him play behind TJ Warren for me for a year or two, and then develop him. We'll see how it goes. Look, one player that's been like going up a lot of boards, mm. Zaire Williams, and I, I think I would win Zaire Williams. Zaire Pacers. I honestly, I he's I could, been flying up so many boards, and the, I, he can play small forward, six eights. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, he's a tall, fluid wing. Uh, big reach, light on his feet. Yeah, I mean he's a good player. Yeah, I I think I would win Zaire Williams. Yeah, I'm fine with that pick. Uh, at number fourteen, this it's, is it's Corey Kispert. It's a really it's easy Corey pick. Kispert. Here. Yeah, I think honestly, I can, they can get by take keeping this pick. Yeah, like, no, they, I want them to keep this pick. I want take them Kispert, to take Kispert. That yeah. I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Trade away seven. Yeah, make a big package. Seven, Wiseman, Wiggins for the contract filler. Maybe. Get your star. You know, get get a Bradley Beal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm Bradley Beal. Someone like that, someone of, the, of that caliber. So, here's our mock right now. Let's do a rundown real quick. Kate Cunningham at one, uh, Jalen Green at two. Oh, we, we, we can't do comps now, but no, no. Uh, Jalen Green at two, Mobley at three, Suggs at four, Barnes at five, Kuminga at six, Davion Mitchell at seven. But David Mitchell's trade. Yeah, that's trade. Yeah, um, trade candidate, high trade candidate. Moody at eight, Wagner at nine, Giddy at ten, Kai Jones at eleven, James Booknight at twelve. Jalen Johnson at thirteen and Kispert at fourteen. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan of this mock. Yeah. Uh, let's make a uh, yeah. I would say like if we hit on ten of fourteen picks, then ten is insane. Ten is ridiculous. I think we. I think I, I for the genuine... NFL mock draft, I hit like eleven out of thirty-two, and that was like high out of like all the other mock drafts that I saw. Mm-hmm. So this is like, I'd say if we hit five, not five, because I think first at least seven, three or four picks are guaranteed. So I'd say if we had seven or eight, that's real good. Success. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Thank you for listening. Chimps out.